I see beauty in the playfulness of a child. I see beauty in the face of a mother doing it all on her own. I see beauty in the world all around me. And sometimes I even see beauty in myself. So that to me echoes a sentiment of how connected we are. Hello, beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hey there, Joyce Platon here, and welcome to another episode of Hello, Beauty. Today's special guest is Spencer Barnes. Spencer is a celebrity beauty expert and co-founder of Spencer Barnes LA Beauty Brand, a skincare that could be an alternative to Botox. He is the go-to beauty expert and makeup artist to the beautiful faces of Meghan Markle, Amber Heard, Nina Dobrev, Julian Huff, Brooke Burke, and so many more. Welcome to Hello Beauty, Spencer. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Joyce. Oh my God, it's my pleasure. And first off, I do want to congratulate you in your recent engagement. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, on Christmas Eve, um, I proposed, I popped the question to my incredible fiance, Stephen. We've been dating for a couple of years and uh, it's one of those things when you know when you know, the timing was right and I felt it and he was so surprised and it was so magical. So. We wanted to make sure Christmas was a time we always look back with joy in our hearts. So uh, that was sort of the goal with, with that surprise engagement that of Christmas Eve. Oh, so, I love yeah. it. That's amazing. And what a way to spend like Christmas and also the incoming new year, you know, yeah. with this wonderful 100%, surprise for him. Yeah. I wanted this year, particularly 2020, which is all about, if you think about it, 2020, that's how we rate our vision about seeing clearly. So 2020 brings in the energy of seeing things, relationships, life, the big picture more clearly. So with that, I wanted to bring in as much magic and as much joy and excitement for all the good things that I want to unfold in 2020. And yeah, that's exactly why I thought it's perfect. It's the end of the year. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like so giddy just watching like, I mean, just I saw that post. I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> you know, when you're just like happy for people and happy yeah. for your friends, it's like, I just felt all that love. Even, I mean, at that point, I haven't met you yet. I just felt mm -hmm. all that love between you guys. <laughs> it's definitely um, wonderful when you find your person. It's like being seen completely for the first time um, and they still love you, you know? So. Uh, one of my girlfriends, Rihanna Capri, who you might know, she has a salon with her partner, Nikki Lee, and they have 901. She and oh, her yeah. girlfriend, Rihanna, have been very, very good about sharing their love story through their social media platforms as well. And Rihanna's a pretty major hairstylist, you know, she has a big following. And I think what's magical about that is that it draws people in and they can be like inspired by... Where anytime we see something beauty, beautiful, like a love story, it can really have ripples, you know, it goes outward yeah. and reminds us of the magic of yeah. all the good well, things. Thanks so, for sharing yeah. that. It's definitely like it has that effect on me. <laughs> I'm inspired for 2020 yeah. then. <laughs> all the love and all the friendship. Yeah, I will emulate and I will attract that. Mm -hmm. So I want to get into your story. Talk to me about your first encounter with makeup. My first encounter with makeup was, I was quite young. I uh, remember the first time my mother took me to a stage show. She took me to a live production of Oliver and I was completely captivated. I had no idea what I was in for. I think I was six years old mm -hmm. and uh, I found a magic in theater and even some TV and movies, but especially the theater as a young person. So um, I started 
doing a lot of shows. My first play, I was eight years old, and I, I literally didn't stop doing shows till I was about 20, 21, oh, 19, 19, and uh, did a little more in my early 20s, but um, I did over 100 shows during those years, and oh, wow. some TV production stuff in Utah, uh, some filming things that came through. That's where I grew up, Utah, by the way. Oh, yeah. So um, it was an outlet for me, and makeup was always part of stepping into a character. It was fun taking, you know, my mind and, and an audience into an imaginary space and, you know, to look right, to look the part was so important. So that was really the first exposure. And I loved Halloween as a kid. So I would do a lot of like creatures and effects. And my mom always was like, don't do anything scary, you know. <laughs> but um, the very first time I really played with makeup was my mom had a friend who was in film school and he had taken as part of this project um, program a, a makeup class and he was doing like medical makeup or special effects makeup oh, so yeah. i was at their house and had to use the, the bathroom i was probably eight years old and i went in the bathroom and there was this box of all these colored it looked like pastels mm -hmm. but they were makeup and i yeah. and it said makeup on it and i was like oh wow i have to you know so i opened it up and started just painting my face i had no idea what i was <laughs> trying to create if, if you have inserts i'll give you a picture oh, i don't know if you yes, edit those yes. in but yeah, yeah i can yeah okay um those are fun. but it's pretty funny it looks like a cross between an animal and a butterfly or an alien i don't know but it was... uh, that'd be fun to share on instagram too <laughs> yeah oh, that'd be so fun. um i put it up a few years back but it hasn't been in my top of my feet in a while so maybe i'll have to bring that back but mm -hmm. so they were like where's spencer you know and i was like <laughs> suddenly panicked and they walked in and found me and I thought I was going to be in trouble. So they took a picture of me <laughs> and the look on my face is like, am I in trouble? Or, you yeah. know, I wasn't sure, but I just was being creative. And I guess that was really my first experience with makeup. And then you just was yeah. like, this is like what the feeling it would give you, the many looks that you can create. It's just in a sense addicting, right? It is. You know, I... Where I grew up, everything was sort of homogenous, mm -hmm. and um, I have a big family. I have three brothers and three sisters. I'm number three. Oh, wow. So I'm the third too. You are? Yeah. Yeah. The, the only girl. Two older brothers, okay. two younger brothers. Wow. Mm. So you're like the the golden child. <laughs> Not really. Uh, <laughs> no, I try to be. <laughs> brothers love their sister. Yeah, they do. It's funny because even if I'm like the third and then the only girl, they they call me. Um, it's a Filipina term for older sister. Ate, oh. even if I'm younger, but just because of how I am, in a sense. I'm you very, have a strong, mature yeah. presence. Yeah, and I do. I think naturally I want to take care of them, and I want to take care of everyone. <laughs> so that they're like saying, oh, she's just like our older sister. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, so, so makeup was, I always was drawing and painting. Um, I love being creative. Um, the stage was a perfect escape. Mm -hmm. um, and I think one of the things that struck me when I was little was I early on developed this, what I now know is a philosophy of beauty. Um, I thought that if I could somehow make things and the people around me more beautiful, that life would somehow be better. Mm -hmm. So I was always like on a quest for how could this be more magical? What, mm -hmm. what can I do to, you know, make things better with whatever I had access to? And that that's really where I think it started, but it didn't dawn on me. It was just something that was a natural part of who I am. So as time went on, I realized what what I didn't know was an inborn talent. I thought everyone could be imaginative, draw and yeah. paint. It was just always there. And yeah. I guess I, I did it throughout the years, so I developed it more and more. But um, that's where I started with makeup. Were you self-taught? 
and, and in a lot of ways, yes. But in college, so I ended up going to film school. I didn't mm-hmm. want to study acting because I'd done it for so many years of my life. And the other thing that was huge for me as a young person uh, was some sports, but also music was huge for me. I was um, a violinist, mm-hmm. played for 11 years, and uh, played some piano. My mom was a piano teacher, and she sang in the, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. So music, all my siblings played instruments. Everyone liked different kinds of music. That was also a huge part of the story, you know. So um, I went to film school, and as part of my core program, I had to take different curriculums and makeup was one of the classes and I thought you know that'll be a fun easy one and as soon as I stepped in there the teacher grabbed my hand she's like you need to do this and I thought she was crazy I'm like makeup's not even like a hobby it's just like you know it's part of the show but (laughs) but she uh so we we learned everything from the basics to you know a lot of it was familiar to me um so when I was 16, I remember finding books on makeup about making prosthetics. And I tried to make prosthetics in yeah. my, my bedroom at 16. I had ordered <laughs> dental impression material and so plaster. <laughs> and yeah, it was latex and all these things. And uh, so I was pretty adventurous. Looking back, I was pretty adventurous. I was in another play where I was playing an old man. So I like carefully laid this, mm-hmm. this beard on by hand with like what's known as like a yak hair. And yeah. Uh, you know, so there's always, I just, I just love the creativity part of it. But, um, in film school, I took this class and she convinced me to take, there were actually five of them beginning, intermediate, advanced, uh, special projects. And then you have a semester where you design a show. So I, my last year I designed an opera for the university and that was really cool, but I didn't get into beauty makeup, believe it or not. I was really focused on special effects, creatures, uh, you know, prosthetics. Yeah. It wasn't until my last year that, um. So I had a lot of friends who were actors and models. My last year in college, a friend of mine said, uh, will you take our pictures? So I started a little photography business and uh, a lot of the girls I noticed, they were just a little bit off and I was like, I can tweak their hair and makeup. So I started just doing that for friends and uh, it sort of turned into a business by word of mouth. And Utah is the wedding capital of the world pretty much. So Uh uh, there was always, it is, yeah always weddings, always things like that. So that's where I started kind of practicing, I guess. I had a strong sense of artistry, but then what, what I realized that one of my um, things I wasn't strong at, I had no idea what products were out there. Mm. They were in front of me. I could pick colors and I was, I was great with artistry, but I didn't know products. So that took me into, I decided to take a job. This is when I started getting like my teacher had professor. She had started giving me these side jobs like she told me, well, if I can get you on set, I have a lot of makeup friends. You can get to know the producers and directors since you want to be a producer or director. And makeup could be a way you get introduced. But she knew what she was doing. Oh, that's but, nice. Yeah. Very like helpful of her. <laughs> she was. really believed in you. She really did. She really kind of took me under her wing and encouraged me a lot. And she also showed me something I'd never seen before. Have you heard of those? You've probably seen them. The Kevin Aquan books. Oh, yes. Isn't his yeah. work is amazing. I have them in the Philippines in our house. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think that's a pretty huge, a pretty huge statement when you when you have an artist that is known worldwide and that has that kind of an impact mm-hmm. for beauty. Well, he definitely had that on me. And when I read his books, it wasn't just his makeup, but it was his whole philosophy and approach and what he stood for that compelled me even more to helping people tell their true and authentic stories. He was an expert at mining out looks in people that were, it was like, you know, if people are like gems and you can yeah. tilt them in the light and see different facets. 
he was a master at illuminating different aspects of the self. Yeah. And could transform people. I love it. And his books, like, it told a story. It <laughs> yeah. wasn't just like, because I've seen other makeup, you know, like books. Here are the products, the step-by-step. This is how you need to look. They're pretty images, you know, well, you know, thought out book. But then with his, like, you really feel his story, his experience mm-hmm. in creating that look and his relationship with all these celebrities and models. You nailed it. That's exactly it. It was, it was... Artistry was a means to his mission, to what he was all about. And the way he would embed his work with that is, I think, a huge part of what made him so special and unique. And with so much gravity, he attracted a lot of mm-hmm. incredible luminaries to him because of his ability to draw that out in people. Yeah. But both with artistry, but his energy, the way yeah. he would approach clients, the way he would handle things. So that was a big lesson to me. Um, and I was, of course, still finding myself and giving my artistry voice. And I was getting a lot of great experience and opportunities. But it wasn't until I moved to, L- to L.A., which was like 16, 17 years ago. Oh. And once here, I had a lot of film colleagues that were doing movie projects. You might remember the film Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. So, OK, those were all my uh, college graduating class in film school. Oh. So some of them were friends. Yeah. Some of them I just knew. But they moved to California at the same time I did and started doing film projects because Napoleon Dynamite took off and they would have me do makeup on their commercials, on their things. It was either makeup or art direction. And uh, so I was actually writing, developing TV and trying to get that going on the side. Uh And makeup was like my side gig to (laughs) get me through it, you know. Um, Oh, I forgot to tell you a part. So the way I learned about cosmetics, I I told you earlier that I realized I didn't know about them. Yeah. Yes. I took a job over the holidays at a cosmetic counter. Mm. I thought, I'll do a short-term job, you know, six weeks, two months, just so I can play. I don't really care what counter, as long as I can play with the products. And what happened was the women would come and whoever I put makeup on, you know, you have to show and tell, you know? Yeah. So they would always come back and want, want to book times with me or buy all the products. So the managers in the stores were like, Who's this guy? Like, let's get him on artistry events. So then I started doing more artistry events. And that also got me really familiar with all kinds of faces, all kinds of races, ages, you know, and it was a great school ground. It was a chance to work with everyday real people and learn to, you know, analyze different faces and figure out ways to enhance their their best natural features and how to minimize things that maybe they wanted to take focus off of. So that was kind of my real workshop practice time with Yeah, a real world, real like type of, you know, like different skin. At what point did you decide to create your own beauty brand? Such a great question. You know, I came to a point where I was considering, do I want to start a brand? And I had kind of decided that maybe that time had passed and I had, I had said, no, I'd kind of gone back and forth. And it was about three years after I had decided, no, I'd actually started another new project. If you know me, I always have a few irons in the fire. I like to be sometimes too busy. So a lot of people, probably most of you who are watching are watching because you know me as a makeup artist, mm-hmm. but there's lots of other parts of me. And uh, so music was something that I yes. actually went back to and started pursuing more regularly. I went back to school five years ago for a whole year to night school to pursue electronic production techniques. Oh. Um, I have a strong theory background and knew about songwriting, but I wanted to understand software because that's I just felt really drawn to the electronic music uh, a composition platform because you could do it without necessarily having to you know call in all these artists to record yeah. live instruments and whatnot. 
So uh, I also had an interior design business for several years that came about organically. I mentioned early in my career, I was doing some art, art and uh, production design stuff in addition to makeup. And people would just call me and ask me to do things and it would sort of open up these, these career paths. Well, it was a fun period for sure. Yeah. And then I realized, okay, I've done this. I've sort of done all the things that I want to for now in this. So I, sh I shifted focus. I felt called to music. And then um, about that time, maybe a year after, I met through a friend, a beauty publicist in Toronto. And they were looking for, they wanted a connection to someone who works a lot with celebrities mm -hmm. or the fashion industry because they were creating a new site that was like a curated collection of products, sort of like Violet Gray. Um, and they wanted experts on the site to talk about the products, to review them, to give advice and tips and techniques and trends, uh, and sort of bring that that professional aspect to it so that it would be kind of like a blog and a mm. shopping site and everything. Um, so they launched that and they asked me if I would be uh, in, interested in partnering as a beauty expert. So that's where our relationship began. And it was a guy named Robert Coyman, who's uh, now a, been a good friend for the last four and a half years. And then he had eventually within like six months or, or so introduced me to his longtime best friend, like 20, 30 years. Randy Schinder, who's quite a beauty mogul. She's done a lot of interesting things over the last 25 years. You might remember the first lip plumper called um, uh, Few Lip Fusion. It was yes. a huge success. Yes, and yes. Uh, Sephora had never had a single SKU item sell so many units. It wow. was like everyone wanted it. Um, and then she created Jessica Simpson's Dessert Beauty, mm -hmm. which was this edible collection of makeup and it was very fun and playful. And that was also a huge, huge success yeah. for a few year period. They had it even like, you know, limited edition collections at Target, at Walmart. Mm -hmm. They all wanted their own piece of it. So uh, that's kind of her background coming from those worlds. She wanted to do some other things with fragrance. And she'd kind of taken a step back for a little bit. Her kids were finishing high school and into college. And now yeah. they're actually even finishing college four years later. But um she wanted to do something more with beauty. And so this first project that I was involved with them on was how I started with them. And then later that year, they launched something new through a platform called Evine. It's kind of like QVC. Mm -hmm. They have some other product lines, a hair product line, mm -hmm. some fragrance and body products. So they asked me if I would be the artistic director for this house of brands they have and go on air and represent the products and talk about them. And all along, we were talking about the potential of developing uh, a product line with me, you know, okay. so that's sort of how it came about. Um, it was very organic. We actually were starting with color and then we, Randy's big on innovation. She's really big on doing something different that no one's done. And that served her well for her career. So we were talking about what would be something that no one's either adequately addressed or that's never been done. And, you know, something like you remember a few years ago, beauty blender came out. Oh yeah. Like, who would have thought something so simple exactly. and so genius yeah. would turn into like 10, 20, 30 million dollar company? Yeah, you're like, it's a no brainer. It's just a sponge. But then it's like what every person and every makeup artist has in their kit. Yeah. yeah. And if you <laughs> remember the days of the, the triangle sponges, which are yeah. still, you know, great, but yeah. you throw them away. They smell like latex. <laughs> they crumble sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you can't wash them. <laughs> yeah. I love the beauty blender. Uh, because you can, you know, mm -hmm. blot the skin and blend the makeup flawlessly. But so she was always wanting to innovate and 
So she asked me, what's, what's something that you've found you don't have a product for and you wish you could do something about? And I was thinking about the red carpet because with what I do with mm -hmm. celebrities and, and people, the, yeah. the moment of, like, I would, I'm, I'm hired mostly to do, I freelance. I don't do a lot of character makeup on actors for TV <laughs> or movies. Occasionally I do. Yeah. But I mainly get people ready for events as themselves. And I found I like that connection because I like helping people tell their stories instead mm -hmm. of a character on a person. So I was talking with Randy and uh, Robert, and I mentioned the three, this was the year the 360 camera pictures mm -hmm. came out for the carpet. Do you remember those yes, on, the, yes. on the carpet? They're always talking about the fashion, the makeup, the hair, you know, it's part of the fun, the, the, the glamour of these, these big Hollywood red mm -hmm. carpets. So when that started happening, I noticed you know, we, we had been doing body makeup and like, like glowing yeah. things for the legs and arms. But the one area that was never easy to address was the neck area. You know, there's so many products for the face. You know, there's a big focus on injectables and fillers and things like that. But there was nothing really to address the neck area. And when you have 360 cameras, it's an area that mm. actually shows age. It's a fragile area because we move around so a lot. She has um, a relationship with some labs and formulation and um. I'll talk about this maybe in a minute about mm, ingredients and yes. what, what we chose and why they were important. But uh, we started developing a concept. Like what if we had something for the neck that you could put on that would deliver better results than without it, that mm. would help smooth and lift and firm and sculpt out the, the neck and jaw that would minimize any, you know, feathery wrinkles, creping that would super hydrate and then also deliver cumulative effects, mm -hmm. ingredients that actually rebuild collagen and help to, to promote proper cell function so that you have more elasticity and youthfulness. That, I love that. Yeah. You know, so like I have the product here. That's the next sculpting wand. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. The first product I love the packaging. It's very <laughs> sleek. Oh, it has the roller ball. Yeah. It's a stainless roller ball, which we chose that because it's antimicrobial. Mm. And you know, if you've ever had a vat of cream that you have to dip into and travel with, it's not yeah. always convenient. So this is a super serum that is delivered through an application tool and advice in one. So yeah. you pump it out from the bottom. You notice there's a button. Yes. So how many um, <laughs> pumps usually is a good um, amount? Once you get it um, primed, like the first time you might pump it a few times, but you'll see the, the serum come out around the edge of the ball. And a little uh, goes a long way. Yeah, it's yeah. it's super concentrated. So the best way to apply this is to put it on dry, clean skin. Yeah. So this is true with all serums. So if you've cleansed, exfoliated, toned, the very next thing you want to do is put on your serums. Those are usually loaded with nutrients and, and product ingredients that help, help to give the best results. Yeah. So you don't want any barriers. So clean face and then the serum. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. I love how it says no needles, no filter, no surgeon, no kidding. <laughs> so what I love about, because here at Hello Beauty, I'm such an advocate of um, natural beauty or anything that will help anyone, you know, just ha add on to their confidence, whatever it may be. So I love that. This is, in a sense, a solution to for those for those that just wait on surgery or other procedures because maybe they're scared of needles, they're not ready yet, right? Yeah. So, or they're just thinking like, I want something instant, like I can't have my downtime yet. So what can I do to create that instant, like wrinkle-free or that youthful glow? And I love that actually got me excited yeah. because, and also like what you mentioned earlier, the cumulative effect. So it's in a sense, a skincare treatment mm -hmm. all in one. Absolutely. And there is an instant 
aspect to it. There's some science as well as some powerful ingredients mm -hmm. that are actives that are known, you know, clinically proven to help with a number of things that that contribute to anti-aging um, or to aging. So there are anti-aging ingredients such as like vitamin C, hyaluronic acid, which is super hydrating. Yeah. Uh, it can hold the, the hyaluron molecule can hold up to a thousand times its weight in hydration. It's molecular weight, so super hydrating, mm -hmm. um, which helps with pumping and firming. And then, more importantly, we have biopeptide blend that is all the things that are used to create new collagen. So you're, you're delivering the best possible ingredients and science, which there's some smoothing, lifting, fir firming actives as well that help to smooth and also to refract light particles to make it look smoother. Um, so you'll, you'll notice that when you use it. You do get a, an instant effect. It will, yeah. will soften and, and, and smooth. It's not like the super tight ones, but yeah. but it's designed to be a daily thing that you use and get cumulative benefits as well as immediate benefits. And you have a lip plumper and a facial yes. instant sculpting wand <laughs> for like maybe the crow's feet. And so mm -hmm. I know that I've experienced when I'm applying certain serums with my makeup or other skincare, it creates a rolling effect. Does that? Good question. This? I know what you mean. Yeah, where yeah. products ball up or ball up, yeah. pill up. So no, we want that was actually a huge um, aspect of formulation that I wanted to be sure because as an artist, I know that there's so often I'll have a client. This is my favorite skincare mm -hmm. product, and it will be like this beautiful oil that they want on their skin, which is great at night. But yeah. if you're going into makeup with that oils break down makeup and then it makes makeup slide all over the face, it makes it hard to control. So there's some products that aren't as friendly with the makeup process, especially if it needs to last, if there's a busy press day. Yeah. So yeah, this was a huge part of what went into this. Um, we did 12 formulations and I wanted to make sure that it could go under all products, that you could layer other products over it. So if you were to use these and you have other skincare, you would do your serums first. Then you can layer any other products, moisturizer, sunscreen, foundation. Uh, if you use any oils, put those on after your serums because mm -hmm. they act as a sealer. Yes. They help really create a barrier to keep hydration in. When you put on your serums and things that hydrate and, and nourish, you want to seal it in if you're not already oily. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's how you'd use them. Um, the lip plumper came third. It's kind of a throwback to Randy's original lip fusion. But there's newer technologies that have better plumping properties than we've ever had before. There's a new technology called Volulip that we've um, harnessed with mm -hmm. our labs. Um, it's a patent pending thing. There's um, uh, vitamin... Lots of vitamins uh, that help more hyaluron spheres, which help with plumping and maximum hydration. So it does tingle. You will feel both of these are a little bit active. Mm. Uh, with the neck wand, you might feel, not everyone feels it, but you might feel like a light warming or a tingling mm. sensation that will subside after a few moments, after a few minutes. Yeah. So that's normal. If it has vitamin C, because I mean, I experience sometimes a little tingling effect when I use my vitamin mm -hmm. C. So I think that's just like, yeah. you know, the skincare actives. And can we use the neck, chin, and jawline sculpting wand on a decollete? That's a great question. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of women are sun worshipers. We love to be outside mm -hmm. and men. 
And so we'll get that premature, the boob wrinkles or, yeah. you know. Or I have some like like little minor lines on my um, my collarbone. I think that's just like part of, you know, just me sleeping, yeah. how sure. I sleep. Yeah. Uh, I'm a side sleeper too. So yeah. and I have a girlfriend who always does. She gets these vertical uh. lines here. So she's she's the one who started using it there. And she's like, oh my gosh, it totally smooths them out. It's like an iron for my <laughs> for any of my lines. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, well, yeah. definitely I will try it and I will show like results on my Instagram and my social socials yeah like you're like flawless so oh my gosh but, coming from a makeup artist that's like a good flattering comment yeah. but i will point out so as young as like 23 to 25 people can start using biopeptides mm -hmm. and other ingredients that help stimulate collagen as we get older our collagen production slows this is why the skin gets more thin and fragile we lose volume mm -hmm. it gets less elastic it doesn't bounce back the same Environmental factors, free radicals, sun damage can can attribute to that. Are the things we put on our body, um, the, the pollution in the air. So there's a number of factors that will will speed up the aging process. And so uh, these all have those ingredients that prevent it. So you can start using these as a preventative. You can use it to treat the first signs of aging, or if you've got you know if you're middle aged or or, yeah. or older if you're mature you can soften the effects of time with these products so it's really not just for one age range everyone can get benefits from these products i love it so uh yeah i know a lot of people wonder is this for oily skin what kind of skin can you use yeah, this yeah what type of skin type <laughs> so it's it's a, it's more of a treatment serum mm -hmm. a nourishing treatment uh with some actives but it doesn't have anything that will be interfering like with the sun there's no Mm. hyaluronic uh, sorry there's no um, acids like alpha or beta mm -hmm. hydroxies or uh, lactic acid things that might change the the skin's hydration and make it more vulnerable to the sun nothing that will peel the skin there's no retinols mm -hmm. um, some people like to use retinols at night uh, we're talking about possibly coming out with a night formula we'll see what comes Ooh. up in 2020 but um yeah, so that kind of is, is an overview of who, who can use it. It's also, because it's a serum, it's not a full skincare. So if you're extra dry or you have other skin needs, you can layer those products oh, yeah. on top of this. It's an added product to your yeah. routine. Yeah, It's a serum. Mm -hmm. yeah. they're, both, they're both serums. And the idea you brought up too, it says like no needles, no filters, no surgeons, no kidding. So that was kind of our initial uh, marketing slogan because we wanted people we, we realized there's a lot of people getting like you said mm -hmm. injectables treatments and i'm definitely all for whatever you yes. want to do to enhance your best highest good self you know yes. um there are some incredible treatments out there with many amazing plastic surgeons who are doing some cool work um I actually was a pre in pre-med for cosmetic surgery. That's what I was going to study. <laughs> That's a long story, but I ended up obviously yes. doing makeup and finding I something more fulfilling. Yeah. Um, but so a lot of doctors and, and also um, skincare experts, uh, dermatologists are using these products as maintenance in between procedures to lengthen the time maybe that you would come in to get Botox or filler yeah. or to enhance the work that they're doing. So, you know, obviously there's a lot of things we can do. This is one powerful, all natural, non-invasive way yeah. to, to do that. So. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that just want to just wait on, you know, getting their injectables mm -hmm. or they're just scared like what we mentioned earlier. Yeah. So I think this is a good alternative for that. Yeah, it is for people who don't 
like the idea they're of putting something invasive. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Or they're like, maybe I'll get it next year when I muster enough courage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I we did mention that this is, you know, good for mostly and all skin types mm -hmm. because it's like an added step to your skincare. Um, can pregnant women use this? That's a good question. Mm -hmm. Pregnant women can use. We haven't had any issues reported with pregnant women. Always consult with your doctor. If you have a special mm -hmm. condition or need, you can, um, all the ingredients are on the box or on our website. So you can really look at ingredients. And I actually think that's a great thing for consumers mm -hmm. and any beauty lovers and self-care lovers to, to be aware as, as much as you can about ingredients. Because if you know what's, what products are made from, you'll learn to see them differently. It's like reading nutrition labels on yes. boxes. You start realizing the kinds of quality of products, how they work together, how they'll affect your health. Same with skincare. It's great to know what products are. And then you can shop for products and know by, by A, the results, but also by understanding the ingredients and how to use them and what they're for. And that might change the order of the products you use, when you put them on, when you would use them, when you wouldn't use them. Yeah, I love it. So you work on the beautiful faces of Amber Heard, Sophia Bush, and many more beautiful faces in Hollywood. What do you think is your style of makeup that make them faithful mm -hmm. to your hands? That's a good question. You know, I've wondered that often. I remember <laughs> early in my career, it, I, I swear every job was going to be the last job. Like I was like, you know, when am I going to work again? Because I was a freelancer and that mm -hmm. took a lot of courage to make that leap mm -hmm. to not have a day job and become a full-time freelancer. But I'll never forget once I made that courageous step, work kept coming in and, you know, I'm, I have a lot of clients, uh, as I've gotten to know different artists over the years, you, you become a part of a community, you know, yeah. I love all my fellow artists because they also bring me so much inspiration and they do things differently and it's fun working with them. But, um, what I noticed is I have a lot of clients that I've had for years, mm -hmm. years and years. I approach working with clients from a very unique perspective, I think. So. Obviously, people want great talent, so yes. they're going to look for high-quality makeup artists who really know their craft. And then when you're working with people in their vulnerable time, that time before they step out in front of the world, mm -hmm. they've got to feel very comfortable. Obviously, they've got to like being in, you being in their personal space, even more than a hairdresser who usually works behind and sometimes on the side or front. I'm right in their face. Mm -hmm. So... It's super important for me to come without any baggage, to be very clear and present, to be on time, and to uh, go into their energy. I immediately start tuning into my client's energy, assessing what's going on, where they're at, mm. find out as much as I can about where they're going, what the vibe is, you know, and you start figuring things out that are appropriate for different kinds of events or lighting. Is it an in public thing? Is it for photos? Is it for video? Is it an interview? Is it a talk show? They all have different lighting. So you start kind of creating a catalog of information that you're going to work from. Then always have a conversation with a hair, hair person and or stylist because you want that whole look to be coordinated. Mm -hmm. So there's some conversation that happens. And as you get to know people, you, you, you get to know their personalities and their range of things they like and uh, ways you can kind of bring fun things in when it's appropriate um, to switch it up a bit. So when I tune into them, I'm also really sensing their energy state because <laughs> part of beauty, in my experience, there's so many layers to beauty. Um, but part of beauty is feeling good about the self because it raises our vibration. If we feel confident, if we're able to step out and take on the world uh, from our best, most confident place, usually 
things happen in our in our favor. We attract better mm -hmm. people and circumstances into our lives, and we let the world know that we care, that we're taking care of ourselves, and that we're wanting to present. So that's the fun part about makeup: getting them ready. So I have a also a dialogue with them. I talk to them. I watch their face carefully. Mm -hmm. If they're looking in the mirror, and I try to keep them involved at different times so that it's not just like. Surprise reveal at the end, yeah, you know, yeah. we have a conversation so that we know we're headed in a, a good direction. And of course, I'll bring my best expert ideas. Often I'll have reference images. We can talk about little things with their face to, to nuance it. It's all about nuance. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, I don't I don't I'm not an artist who has a style. Yeah, that's really specific. I think of myself as an artist who can work in a whole range of looks, but what is more me is a signature. People can usually tell when it's my makeup. I think one of the things I care a lot about is skin. Mm -hmm. Skin and the architecture of the face are crucial because our, our features, our God-given features are part of our expression base. You know, mm -hmm. the, Our eyebrows are super important, our eyes, our smile, our skin. And so if you can get skin looking the most healthy, radiant and glowing possible, then build from there, even it out. You know, if you're doing a soft everyday makeup, keep it light. If you're going more dramatic, you can you can really get more coverage, but it should still look as as natural as possible. And then you might want to add in some some subtle contouring and highlighting to create greater architectural mm -hmm. drama if needed. Um, every look is a little different, but those are key things. Another thing I'm really picky about is eyebrows mm -hmm. and lash lines mm -hmm. because they're they're powerful. Features, lines, you know, we have the sides of our face and our hair often brings lines this way or the parts far. It yeah. changes where the, the focus on the face is. So eyebrows and eyelashes, yeah, um, anything with strong lines are important to get right. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the rest is, there's, I mean, there's so many ways you can do beauty. Yeah, yeah. Is there a specific characteristic that, you know, you could probably give an advice to an aspiring artist to, you know, work, eventually work with celebrities or high profile clients for, so that that client can eventually trust them and want them back on set. Building relationships is the key to life. And when it comes to beauty, the, and really with all of us, the most relation, the most important relationship we'll ever have is the relationship we have with ourselves. Mm. So I think it's beautiful when people are willing to continue whatever phase in life they're at. The inner work, we all have our inner work and then our outer work with public and the world. But that relationship that we have with ourselves also sets an energy that lets others know how we want to be treated and by how we treat others. So when we come from a place of confidence, of love, of, of respect, of feeling like safe to freely, freely express oneself, those are all really key energetic important elements to beauty and the expression of self, which is a very cool part of, of what we do with obviously a lot of actors, personalities, singers, their image is a huge part of who they are and the yeah. expression of it. So um, I would say that's also a big part of it for me, um, is tuning into who they are and then asking myself, how can I help them feel? What, what is their day about? Mm -hmm. I wanna make them feel so ready so that when they go out there, they slay. And so, it's again having that that conversation if they're looking in the mirror at something a little funny you know they're thinking something mm. be be very in Into tune it. with them yeah mm. watch their little subtle body language things and and have an open dialogue don't ever feel like you know some artists take take that conversation as 
their work being criticized and they take it personally. And that's often, I've seen that get in the way of some artists' relationships mm -hmm. because it's not really about the artist. It's about what the artist can do to, to help that person for their work. So I, I see it as a very trusted role. Also, you're in their personal space. You're in often their homes or hotels or you know, backstage or whatever, getting ready and you're Stripped dealing- Stripped down and bare, nothing yeah. on, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you're also often privy to conversations with managers, agents, publicists that are happening and you might have inside information. So that, that trust is very, very important to keep uh, with clients. They need to feel safe and they need to feel like you have their back. Yeah. So that's a huge part of what I do. I really am there for the total service of my clients for their best and highest good in their career. And uh, so I have to make sure that I, I leave things that are, that are, you know, privileged information there and uh, just have fun, have fun, be a great team player, be, be, you know, quick, be, think ahead, anticipate things, get their kit ready with the products you need for touch-ups, you know, just mm -hmm. it's, it's that it's being tuned into your client and, and anticipating their needs and then doing great artistry and, and being a delight. You know, some people don't want to talk as much. Yeah. So you, you have to be sensitive to their energy and, and vibe out where are they at? Yeah. Maybe they're they're going through something like talking points and they're in their head and they need a little quiet time. If you're just yapping away, they'll probably politely like, oh, yeah, and then go back to what they're doing. But you've got to be aware when clients need. You're not just there to like hang out with them. Yeah. Sometimes they want to hang out and sometimes it can be very fun. Mm -hmm. But it's just tuning into each client and where they're at and what they need to to ha have a great experience. And. When they when that happens regularly, people will, will build a relationship and they'll book you often. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people have two or three artists they work with. Yeah. And sometimes I'm not available, so yeah. my girls use other people too. And that's okay. That's how it works. So I don't put any worry about my, you know, it's easy to feel, wait, why didn't she use me? You can make it a whole thing and insecurity. But the way I see it is if if I truly care and love my clients, care about them and love them for whatever it is they're doing. If they want to use someone else, great. All I can control is doing my best work and ensuring that they they look and feel their best. So that's my goal. Oh, that's amazing. And if I see, like you said, you see it in their face. It doesn't matter if they're a celebrity or an everyday person. When someone feels it, they hold themselves differently. They smile differently. They talk differently. You know, it's a cool thing. I love it. And also they can see right through you if you're not true to yourself. Yeah. Well, here at Hello Beauty, we have a philosophy and it's say hello to the beauty in you. What advice can you give to those who are trying to discover their beauty within? <laughs> beauty is for many an elusive thing. And for some people, it's, they view it as an external thing. You know, for since the beginning of time, people that have beauty have been perceived as having an extra level of charisma or power um, or immediate presence in, in the public eye. Um, you've heard the phrase, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. What do you think that means, though? There's so many ways that could be interpreted. Is it that everyone sees beauty differently? Or is there something more to it? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So what I take from that, and this is where my core philosophy on beauty really stems from. When people learn to see and cultivate beauty in all its forms, and then integrate that into their life, into their practices, into their thinking, into their awareness of others into seeing beauty in the world around them in many forms then they move into greater peace harmony 
flow, connection. There's, there's a science to beauty, as crazy as that sounds. The Greeks knew this. They had figured out all these golden ratios for the human body. It's in all science, uh, in all plant life, animal life, the spiral. Yeah, it's in that. seashells, you know, uh, the patterns of symmetry on things like butterflies and birds. You know, so I get inspiration from many sources. Uh, but beauty can be stepping forward courageously and using your voice in the face of fear. You know, sometimes people, in order to be their authentic self, they might be stepping in front of a crowd that's not exactly on the same page as them. They might be getting some criticism. But to me, that's beautiful, being able to, to bring people to a point where they can be confident enough to be in their authentic expression, whatever that is at that moment. That's beautiful. Um, I also have um, a short kind of poem, I guess, that came to me one day. Mm, that that's is... a pretty simple four-line statement that to me really has a lot to say. It says, I see beauty in the playfulness of a child. I see beauty in the face of a mother doing it all on her own. I see beauty in the world all around me. And sometimes I even see beauty in myself. How oh, beautiful. So that to me echoes a sentiment of how connected we are. Children, if you think of children, they're free, they're playful. They, they don't harbor resentment. They're, they're quick to forgive. They're playful. They're expressive. They're in the moment. That's a great quality of beauty. Um, spontaneous. Uh, the world obviously offers a lot of beauty. Um, I also love the part about mothers and children, you know, mm -hmm. For so long, the divine feminine has been suppressed. And mm. when we look at women, and they're the ones who create life, you know, with their bodies. So mothering is a huge, huge, beautiful gift that literally is the fabric of our entire existence. So uh, I think remembering that, I, I would like to do more with charities that support women and children, and especially those in need, because again, they're part of, we're all connected. And then just also realizing that if you can't see beauty in yourself, we all have parts of ourselves that we hide in the shadow side. Mm -hmm. We all have a shadow side and a light side. But when we learn to love even the shadow parts and bring them into the light, we transform them and transmute them. And that's also a beautiful pro pro process to go through transformative periods of life. And so there's many parts of beauty. And... Uh, the philosophy of like with yours, learning to see your inner beauty, it is a, it's about knowing the self, um, knowing what makes us tick, being willing to excavate the deep parts of the soul. It, it's a time to explore. It's so fun being in a body and being in this world and being able to, you know, it's a temple. I obviously want to take care of it, but also it's our laboratory. It's our vehicle to experience this world and all that it has to offer. So Beauty can be in that exploration of discovery, of becoming. We're all becoming. But eventually, the caterpillar becomes a butterfly. You know, that's the genesis. And uh, as we step into what I call real humans, fully evolved, uh, fully developed, emotionally mature, secure, um, mentally alert, um, intuitive beings that are highly conscious, that's, that's, that's really great. And that's where we're headed. So... All beauty calls the spirit to move towards balance, towards symmetry, towards uh, harmony. There's frequencies that go with all of that. Like, I don't know if you've seen that experiment with this 
the scientists who would freeze water molecules in oh, these yeah, yeah. gas chambers. And just the power of words mm -hmm. would change the way the molecule would organize. You, yes. You've seen that. Yes. With sound. So everything's frequency based. Even they say like when you yeah. talk to your plants, you know, when yeah. you say beautiful words to it, yeah. it thrives. And when you say probably <laughs> negative words to it, it, you know, dies. Truly. Yeah. Um, just like humans, we all need attention and touch and connection and um, exploration and, you know, an outlet to be creative at times. So um, that's really what's at the heart of it. So I champion anyone who's mm -hmm. willing to jump forward in the quest of, of finding beauty in themselves and others. When we see others, the beauty in others as well, instead of it's easy to criticize people mm -hmm. in today's world with all the social media, with everything being about pictures and, and, and often what are illusions. Um, sometimes great stories are told that way. Things can be embedded, but other times it becomes very surface. Mm -hmm. Like uh, there was a period where everyone wanted to look like Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And while well, Kim is, I mean, she's stunning. She's yeah. goddess. Uh, not all of us are Kim Kardashian. We already have a Kim Kardashian. Yes. So helping people discover and draw out the best in themselves. And we all go through times where we have different role models, mm -hmm. people we look to for beauty. Uh, a lot of children see it in their mother first. That's their mm -hmm. first imprint of beauty. Um, but that will change and evolve through the years. Great. Borrow those things. Learn, learn from watching the beauty in others. But if you see that and you focus on it, it actually starts the energy of unlocking that within you. Um, people that are bitter or judgmental, it's hard for them to find beauty in themselves because they can't even find it in others. Mm. So there's, there's, there's that energy. You can have all the makeup in the world, but it's, it's hard to hide an ugly soul energy. You know, when someone's just not, not in a good place, it's, it, it shows. And those are the people actually that I, I love reaching out to and saying, Hey, I see, I see a different part of you. What's going on here? and help them move through it and get things back into alignment so they can start being in the flow. So when people are in the flow, that's when their magic comes on. That's when their light comes online. And so anything I can do to help, rem help people remember who they truly are is going to bring out their essence, which is part of their divine beauty. So yeah yeah i love that artistry I mean, is a fun fun tool yeah with it. coming from like a you know celebrity makeup artist like you an entrepreneur who definitely <laughs> is in industry and works with like the beauty beautiful faces of hollywood like that's such a great reminder <laughs> and then like i'm sure like my listeners are appreciating those valuable valuable words from you <laughs> quickly talk to me about your hair skin and makeup routine morning and night and include products <laughs> <laughs> so i um I'm a research, I have a kind of a scientific mind. Um, and I also, <laughs> I'm very futuristic. I usually pick up things ahead of trends. I can predict trends and mm -hmm. have a good sense of what's coming. Um, I'm an Aquarius, so I, I don't know if that goes with my sign, but um, I, I really learned about ingredients so that I would know how to take care of my skin and what products. And I have some favorites, of course, and those change. Some others come in and out. Um, um, gratefully, a lot of incredible brands send me products that I get exposed to and I'm able to try on my clients, mm -hmm. on myself, and really work with. And that gives me a greater range of what just what's out there because there's so much out there. There oh is. Gosh, yeah. um, so for me, my daily mm -hmm. routine, um, I cleanse my face. Um, I have two cleansers I really love. Um, the Kate Exfolicate Cleanser Ooh, yeah. is amazing. There's a scrub, but also a cleanser. I love them both. 
I also use one by Dr. Visha. She's a, a, an incredible dermatologist and she has this face wash that has all the best natural acids and enzymes that help to regenerate the skin. And so you have physical exfoliators and then chemical or enzyme yeah. exfoliators that help eat away the dead skin. Yeah. I love enzyme cleansers. Yeah. Aren't they the best? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it helps open the pores and, and eat away the dead skin so mm. that you have healthy cell turnover. That helps the skin look more radiant, bright, less dull. Um, so there's that. Then I, once I'm done with a clean face, um, sometimes I'll use a toner, some different toners that I like, um, but I'll immediately do the neck wand. Mm. That's like my thing in the morning. <laughs> then the eye, uh, the, the facial wand, it's designed. Now, these are slightly different products. There's some similarities, but there's also some different ingredients that make them special. Mm. So the eye one has some ingredients specifically for the eye area and also some ingredients specifically for the kinds of lines that come from expression, the ones that have like a V crease yeah. that help lift that out. There's something called plant squalene in, in the facial oh. sculpting one. There's also um, encapsulated caffeine, which really helps the eye area. It brings blood in and also moves fluids out. So if you're a person who gets puffy, it's a great thing in the oh, morning. Amazing. Um, so there's those two. Then I jump in with skincare. I'll usually put a, a favorite moisturizer on. Um, in the summer, I tend to be a little oilier, so I use Murad's, um, the mattifying facial moisturizer with SPF, I think it's 15 I or that. 35, yeah. so that I get a little sun protection because I do like to be outdoors in the summer. It's yeah. fun to be in nature. <laughs> um, and then uh, let's see what else. For hair, I um, use liquid keratin. It's a shampoo to help strengthen the hair. Mm -hmm. um, it's formaldehyde-free, which a lot of keratin products have that. Um, so it's, I like moving, I'm, I think the whole world is moving to more natural based products. So that's one thing that's a criteria for a lot of our, our ingredients is mm. no animal testing. We don't do any of that. Great, we yeah. paraben free, no harsh chemicals or preservatives. Mm. We're also sensitive with fragrances. I know that some people have fragrance issues, so we've kept everything just really clean. That's um, good to know. Yeah. Because, you know, something that's very effective that, you know, with mm -hmm. high efficacy, people think that it's like not as natural. Mm -hmm. So it's good to know that it's just, you know, good for the skin yeah. and also, you know, animal friendly in a yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. And you can recycle these. They're totally recyclable. Mm -hmm. So we're all about doing our part to be as green as possible. Um, so with the rest of my routine, after the hair, I put a, I have two pomades I really like. They're, they're pretty simple. Mm -hmm. Um. I bounce around with products because I do get exposed to a lot, yeah. but I like the Paul Mitchell Tea Tree Shaping Cream works really well for my hair texture, which is fine and slightly wavy curly. Um, I also like the Crew Fiber oh. or the Baxter. Um, there's like a, a paste. I've tried the Crew Fiber. I even use that. Yeah, you know? it's great when you <laughs> yeah. need just a little yeah. extra weight to the hair. So um, I, I'll, I'm going to give you all my secrets, guys. So listen up. So, oh, yeah, this is valuable information. Guys. So I have... <laughs> If I took my head, I have like a patch on the top of my head. I'm I'm 42. I'm starting to thin. I don't think you I'll don't go bald. Look like it. But I <laughs> there's so many secrets in Hollywood. You learn like every tool and trick when you're doing what we do. And you know, a lot of people they they look at celebrities and they they look at that as the standard of what they think they need to be every day. No, no. those people that's their career. There's a whole team of people putting them together. If you know knew everything that went into getting them to look that way you would you would you would get it you get okay that's why they look that and way you mentioned earlier there's body makeup involved in red carpets oh yeah from this, like head to toe head to everything toe, has yeah. to be like seamless one co cohesive look it should pop it should have mm. presence style it should feel like their vibe it you know 
nuancing is a great term I use because really bold choices can be a little little limiting mm -hmm. so like being more timeless but subtle nuances that maybe you do a throwback with a modern edge yeah. or you know little things picking a feature to to finesse a certain way elongate the eye more round it out mm -hmm. um you know give the top line more more power and nothing on the bottom there's different things you can do to nuance it and that's really where the power is i think because a lot of celebrity the celebrity world you asked about people who might want to work with celebrities or or models or in the commercial market, you know, we're, it's, it's a very image conscious world. Everything's about telling stories, mm -hmm. using personalities, um, being a product, packaging a product, you know, so we do have in LA a heightened sense of beauty. So there's a lot of tricks and things that people don't know about. So I'm going to give you one of mine. So on my hair, I use this thing called it's, I use an atomizer, which sprays air through a little nozzle. Yeah. And it's a fiber. It's a loose fiber called Topic. And more people are catching on to this. I've got a lot of friends who use it now that are like, this is a game changer. That it we're... makes your hair look thick. Thicker. Yeah. Yeah. So I have fine hair and mm. it's thinning. It's not like a ball, but yeah. I, ha I ha you can it's see thin. my scalp if mm. I don't put it on. And uh, so I'll, I'll fill in the roots uh -huh. in the back with some of the Topic. And it just makes it look thicker and you know, dense looking hair, thicker hair looks more youthful. It just subconsciously reads as more youthful. So you know, a lot of men and even some women, as they get older, their hair thins out mm -hmm. or they even lose it in patches or maybe they'll, they'll be bald. Mm -hmm. um, so far, knock on wood, I've kept knock my hair. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I have been experiencing thinning hair. I was like, I don't know, it could be just like the weather, whatnot, yeah. like he said, diet. But yeah, that's good to know. I'm definitely like, I want, I, you know, as always, we all want volumized, yeah. you know, fluffy hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm a guy who I, I'm not afraid to say I do use some cosmetic products from time to time. Yeah. This is my best advice for every day. Or if you're a makeup lover and you love makeup, great. Pick a day every week where you wear little or no makeup mm -hmm. and get used to yourself and being comfortable in your skin in many different ranges. And that'll that'll keep you from feeling like you have to, like you can't leave the house without looking yeah. a certain way. Others like their look honed into an exact science. You know, I find young people like to experiment with their look more. But for me, I learned my skin type. I have a lot of redness, so mm -hmm. I'll have areas that get a little red. I use a, a waterproof concealer. I'm a I'm a guy. I don't like mm -hmm. I also get a little oily here and yes. when it's warmer. So Waterproof was good for me because it stays in place. Um, it's the Lancome Efficerns Beige 3 is the color um, concealer. And it's so high coverage that I can use a drop and just tap it in yeah. where I need it. And then the, the what that does, is it just evens out my skin so that you focus on the whole me instead of like the eye naturally goes to yeah. something that catches it. So if you have any imperfections, blemishes, redness, dark circles, anything like that, you just want to even out the skin tone. That's a great way. And just use as little as possible. Another good tip, use the least amount of makeup possible to make mm -hmm. it look polished and natural. And you'll know with the intensity of your makeup, if you can dial it up and do heavier, but it should never look like, wow, makeup, you know, mm -hmm. it should be seamless looking. Yeah. So um, I put, put that on after my moisturizers when they're still just a little dewy. It, it helps it all blend a little better. And then I... I do darken my eyebrows just a little bit yeah. with the powder. I can do all this in about three minutes. It looks good. My, my hair that, takes a long time. Yeah, what is that pr so brow powder product? It's one of my biggest all-time favorite products and also best kept secrets. Um, you know, a lot of people think that the brand or the product is the magic feather, but mm -hmm. a lot of it's the artistry and how you use oh, it. Yeah, definitely. So 100%. 
this product, you know, in makeup is basically made of pigment and carrier and smoothing agents. Mm-hmm. And some technologies, some makeups have like um, skincare benefits. Yeah. Obviously, some ingredients are higher quality or less um, comedogenic. Mm-hmm. You know, they won't block your pores or cause issues. Um, so knowing that helps you with makeup. There's a lot of brands out there. Mm-hmm. But look at performance. Look at the pigmentation. Look at how it how it goes on. Is it easy to blend? Does it wear well? Does it stay in place? Mm-hmm. How does it look in the light? What what does it look like in different lights? You'll you'll figure out what products are going to be best. So this is called the Ben Nye DC Contour mm-hmm. Number One. They have two number one and two. Two's a little they're similar. It's slightly darker, but it has a little more red in it. So I yeah. find it's good for warmer skin tones. The contour number one is an ashy gray. A lot of people think of contour as being like a tan brown color. Yeah. But it's actually quite ashy. It's almost like a gray brown. Yes. And a soft, taupey kind of gray brown. And if you think about it, that's the color of a shadow. It is. So if you're wanting to accentuate features, like I think for guys, a great jawline helps. So I actually shadow my under jawline. Oh. And uh, also the way I cut my beard creates a line here. So it gives me a stronger jaw. If I were totally clean shaven and didn't do, do any of that, I actually have a much softer jawline than it appears. (laughs) But again, you can do a lot with highlight, shadows, dark, strength, line to create the structure that you want. So that's one of my tricks. I like that look. It looks, Mm -hmm. it helps me have a a little stronger, more chiseled look. And then um, I use a touch of bronzer for guys. I think matte bronzer with no sparkles is going to look more natural. Mm -hmm. You know, some guys, there's whole movement with boy glam, whatever's you, be you. I, I love that. I think if people want to wear color, it's just a, a construct like gender roles and yeah. how we should look. Really, if you think about it, the minute we get out of bed, everything we put on is is in essence yeah. drag, you know? Yes. Just it's however we tell our story. So have fun with it. But I like for a natural look, matte bronzers on guys. So I'll use a little bit of that just to, to warm my face and then uh, some lip balm. That's it. Yeah. You know, maybe a little powder for something like this. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, minimal, no, it looks minimal. seamless. I love it. What is something exciting in store for you and or Spencer Barnes LA products? <laughs> well, I uh, am super excited for 2020. Uh, I, I haven't been this excited for a year in a while. Like, I, I'm always usually excited for New Year, but this year especially. Obviously, I just got engaged yeah. Christmas Eve, and so we are thrilled to bring that joyful energy into 2020. Um, I'm meeting soon with my partners in Miami this time, I think, and we're going to discuss what, what's next. We have some things on the table we're, we're developing. And it's funny how, how the genesis of a brand starts from its inception to the first product and then the products you build on. Part of it is listening to customers and finding out what they want and developing things, improving things as you build the brand. So I'd like personally like to see artistry be something I open up and I have um, some interesting things I've been really working on that that I can't talk about yet with Mm -hmm. that, but for a specific kind of angle that no one really has addressed yet with color. Um, So there's that. Also, I mentioned to you I'm a music lover. One of my side things that I do that is so just it fills it fulfills me to be able to do this. I write and produce music with a music partner, um, Mm -hmm. Keith Snow, and we have a our duo act name is Jameson, and uh, oh. we've just released a new single in November. We, we it's mainly electronic dance so music, cool. um, and we have a more radio friendly pop dance song that came out earlier in the year. Um, really? But in yeah. January we're launching another single, and then I have a couple more 
in the pipeline with him after that. So if you're a music lover, especially if you like yeah. dance or EDM, you'll really like our stuff. Um, it's Jameson is the name of our Can you act. see that in Spotify? Yeah, we're on, we're on every every streaming platform. Um, we have, you know, all our social pages and it's oh, just cool. at Jameson.com or at Jameson, J-A-E. M I S S O N. Oh, I'm definitely going to check that so out. So the spelling's a little unique. Yeah. Um, and our whole music mission is just to encode high frequency uh, things, whether the lyrics are about relationships or whatever. It's designed to help move people into the heart mm -hmm. and realize how connected we all are as humanity. So there's there's some cool stuff we're doing. Do you do music. live shows? We we've done some. We we're both DJs and producers. We we write and create all of our our original compositions. We don't really focus on remixing other people's works. We're, we're, we're more focused on original works. But with all that we have launching, I suspect we'll be doing a lot more live shows okay. in the future. So, Exciting. yeah. And then then the brand Spencer Barnes LA, um, we're just 18 months into it. It's, it's fairly new. And um, we, you know, you always hope that it's going to go well, that it's going to be a success. But we were not anticipating the response that we would have from our first product launch, the neck wand. It was this rapid uptake of a, a lot of people were curious about it we had a lot of uh, sales within the first six months and and that was also challenging for us because mm -hmm. we, we we suddenly were thrown into like light speed everything was happening really fast so we had to really work hard as a team to stay on top of our game and that was an interesting learning curve for me though i've worked in business i've never had a brand mm -hmm. and so there was a lot for me to learn about that and it's it's been fun though it's fun figuring out how to develop and tell the the brand story we're still so early and i think it could go so many ways so i'm excited for what can be done with with spencer barnes well, LA i'll definitely have you things. on again as a second episode when you know new <laughs> products are in and Thank new developments you. that'd be fun to have an update Thank you. Yeah. We fun. Yeah. I, I think beauty's at an all time. We're in a renaissance with beauty. And I think part of that, you know, if you think about technology and how it went from media outlets were where we got a lot of this and advertising where we would see images and kind of be it would shape our mind about things through the news. Mm -hmm. But with social media, everyone's now being able to tell their own stories. And some do very tailored stories. Yeah. Others are real personal. You know, it just depends on each person. But the platform has brought a greater awareness to self. The selfie. Right now, the world is in a process of awakening. And that requires learning to see the self and examine it and move things into balance and harmony. Heal old wounds. Release old energy, old karma. And that. step into the light of who we really are and who we're really meant to be. So I think that's one of the great things I love about social media is people can host their, their journey. And it's for all of us, it's a journey. It's not a destination or a moment that we can have those highlights, but discovering the beauty of the self is really a lifelong cultivation process. And that's what I'm all about. I love that. Not the fresh cut flowers, which are beautiful, but mm -hmm. I'm more the, the packet of seeds that we can grow a mm -hmm. garden that blooms every year for the rest of our lives that's yeah. what real beauty is about it's like a flowing source of balance and harmony and joy and uh, you know, visual beauty your inner in beauty long game yeah yeah i love it what are your social channels and where can they find you thank you so i'm all my makeup work is at spencer barnes la s-p-e-n-c-e-r b-a-r-n-e-s-l-a and that's actually where the brand name came from it was my instagram handle so mm -hmm. um I Twitter, Facebook, all of those. 
Um, there is a, an official brand page, Shop Spencer Barnes LA. If you just want information about the brand and the products and what's new, that's a great page to follow. Sort of like Kim has her brand page for KKW. What is it? KKW? Yeah. KKW, I think, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> KKWW. Kim, wait, God, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so um, if you just want to see the products, you can go to Shop Spencer Barnes LA. But um, I have on my page, on my artistry, work with my clients. I, I share things from my personal life too, but I still keep it kind of beauty focused. Mm -hmm. um, I do have the music page, which I've kind of separated because they're very different worlds, even though they're related. Every now and then I'll cross them yeah. over, but uh, they're pretty pretty much separate. Um, so those are my channels and I hope you enjoyed some of the insights that I was able to share with, with the unique work that I do. And again, any last advice would be, be good to yourself, be kind to yourself, be gentle with yourself, allow yourself to have adventures try things out and not be so hard on yourself looking at things as either a success or failure and if you're programmed like so many of us to think that success is external things like status like you know clothes money looks um while those are fun and they can be great aspects of success finding that deep inner fulfillment where you know your heart song is like coming through everything you do is really what I think the journey of life is about and learning the mastery of, of balancing all of that. So be kind to yourself, see beauty in others. And uh, it's amazing how quickly you can change someone's day with something as simple as a smile or asking a stranger a question that maybe doesn't look like you. Looks like they come from a different part of the world or you know, a very different background. It's amazing what you can learn about yourself when you talk to others and engage this beautiful, magical world around us every day i love that i would not have ended in any better way than that that was beautiful well if you guys have enjoyed this episode as much as i did i had such an amazing time talking to you spencer <laughs> thank you so much for your time make sure to subscribe rate and review on itunes because that definitely helps with us being discoverable and spreading the word of positive inner beauty you could also always reach me at team at hellobeauty.la that's my email address or on my dms and my instagram which is at t at hellobeauty.la and you can even reach me on my personal, which is Joyce Baton, M-U-A. And I always read all your comments and even your messages. And I usually respond actually. So I see all of that and feel free to send me suggestions on what topics you want and all the guests that you want on. So thank you so much for listening and joining us on a weekly basis. See you soon. Bye. <laughs>